Hello, everyone, and welcome to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies presented to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. Today is an emergency podcast episode, the first emergency podcast episode of this very podcast. And this is a very sad day in the sports world, a very confusing and I guess you would say story filled last 24 to 48 hours. But at the end of the day, the biggest concern on, you know, on the NCAA's hands, the NBA, all these different leagues is player safety and the safety of the general public. But before I get too carried away, let's check in with our co-host, Ethan Wiles, who is calling in from sunny Fort Myers, Florida. Ethan, how you doing today, brother? Oh, I wish I could say I was doing better. Uh, obviously, the weather down here is a lot better than it is up in DeKalb. But uh, what a wild two days for the sports world. What a wild day for uh, Husky fans, obviously, waiting to see what this team can do in the MAC tournament. I don't even, I'm really just speechless, man. This has been a wild ride for the last 24 hours with the NBA, the NHL, everything else that's going on in the sports world. You know, I'm going to a spring training game tonight that I don't even know if that'll be played. So it's been a wild ride for sports, but it sucks that we won't be able to see what this team can do in the MAC. We saw this team compete hard this season, but. You know, like you said, player safety is number one, fan safety is number two, and it was the right call for for them to to cancel all of this. Yeah, and it's just, it's a tough situation. It's a situation that in my 25 years of life, you're, you know, 22, 23 to this point, we have not seen anything like this. And I got to get better at Twitter and, and getting stuff up faster because in the last two months, I have now missed the opportunity to capitalize on the crying Jordan before he started crying at Kobe's speech. And now, uh, yet, or today and yesterday with the NBA canceling, the only thing that popped into my mind was Space Jam. I'm sitting there thinking this is legitimately the scene out of Space Jam. They are quarantining an entire arena. I feel so did, bad. Did you see that that movie was released March 11th, uh, whatever year it was released? That's so creepy, dude. I, I, I mean, at first, and and this is this is the issue with the way social media and how everything has worked nowadays is, you know, we had outbreaks like Ebola and other random stuff like this over the past, and everyone kind of just makes a joke of it. And this is this is as serious as all hell. I mean, I just watched uh, First Take and a couple of the ESPN shows, and and you tweeted it too. It's it's a weird time right now for sports, and the one thing that sports always provide. Is that outlet for you to get away when, you know, maybe shit's going wrong for you at work. Maybe stuff isn't ideal in your relationship life or your friend life. Whatever's going on in your life, you're able to kind of lean on sports. And, you know, whether it's watching a game live, going to a game, me and you sitting here on this podcast talking about sports. I mean, sports are a huge part of people's lives. And a situation like this is, is unprecedented. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's wild. And it's not even just the sports world that's affected by this. I mean, it's the school world itself. Obviously, NIU going on an extended spring break and then the, the modified online classes. You know, a lot of schools are just telling students straight up, you got to be out by Sunday. That's wild to me. I mean, you got students that are paying tuition and all of a sudden because of this, you know, they're getting kicked out of schools and they're not getting kicked out of schools, but they're being sent home. from. Yeah, school they're being sent home. I saw U-Haul. To, U-Haul actually is offering free units, not free units, but um, yeah, actually for 30 days, I saw it was to, to students that are displaced by this. Well, here's here's a wild story for you. I have a D1 athlete at Loyola, softball pitcher, who does not know if the Division One softball season will still be played, but was instructed that she needs to be off campus by Sunday. 
what are you supposed to do at that point? Yeah, I mean, what is there to do at that point? It's it's an unfortunate situation. And, like, you know, I actually saw a tweet, too. Uh, shout out to our guy Jordan Larson over there on the NIU men's baseball team. But it's like he tweeted, I really do pray that this wasn't my last, you know, collegiate game that I've played. Like, the NCAA doesn't seem like they're being very transparent with what's going on. And as you've seen in the last, I mean, this we are literally doing this as this is all happening. We're recording this episode in the last well, hour to as, two. As as you're talking about, we're recording this as it's happening. Jeff Passan from ESPN tweeted: "There's a feeling of inevitability among executives that Major League Baseball will be suspending spring training as soon as today." Sources tell ESPN. So, like I just mentioned, you know, we're supposed to go to a spring training game tonight down here in Florida, and all of a sudden, Jeff Passan three minutes ago tweets that uh, there might not be spring training baseball. There might not be any baseball. That's wild to me. Yeah, I mean, and, the and fact that's the thing. It's like in this world has taken a halt. School, work, sports, everything has taken a halt. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. This is this is beyond. This is, I mean, you know, I saw somebody compare the mass hysteria of the world to what happened on September 11th. Sports yeah. was able, sports took a break. They were able to come back. They unified the country. I mean. Oh yeah. This is, is across the, sports this is, is across the board. For, this is across the board, dude. The NFL has announced that the free agent process is going to be changed up this season. They're talking of the NFL draft, seeing some changes, the NHL, the MLS just canceled the next 30 days. Like this is this is serious business is at hand, and as usual, and you know I don't know if we have anyone in the NCAA office that listens to this podcast, but they're dropping the fucking ball again. I mean, right now I'm sitting here watching Creighton versus St. John's Big East tournament, and it's like, why are they not all acting as one? They're leaving it up to the individual commissioners to make the decision on on what's going on. So, I mean, we haven't even gone out and said it, but the Mac tournament's canceled. It's a wrap. Shout out to our basketball team for playing their hearts out this entire season. And, and honestly, I thought, you know, this was going to be the year that they could make it back to the tournament. And, and if they got to the tournament, this may be the bias in this bias in me. This may be the Husky in me, but nobody wants to see Eugene German, especially in a tournament game, high stakes. I mean, we know, you know, everyone knows we're going to feed him, but this this team here was a quality team, and I felt they had a good chance to run the table and get to the you know NCAA tournament. So it's an unfortunate series of events. It really is. It really is. And, you know, I think a lot more than just the sports world was affected. I think there's a lot more things that were affected. A lot of people affected, but obviously, it's it's tough to to talk about sports when you know we had a, a dominant season. I think this team. Like I mentioned, really had a good shot, like you said as well, to to run the table here, get into the tournament, and really kind of see where that goes. It'd be a good time for the city of DeKalb to be able to watch that team run the table. But like I was about to leave my, because I'm at my mom's house right now. I was low key about to go to Fatty's right now and watch the game because I'm going oh, back out hyped, there today. I was hyped to sit out under the sun, leaving tomorrow. I was hyped to watch our boys play under the sun, but it's gonna be tough. That's the um, thing. So realistically we have no answers at this point the nba has spoken of postponing the season um i i I don't think that's a feasible option for college i don't know what what options are on the table this is like we said this is an unprecedented event this has never happened before in sports 
Um, and like you said, sports unify people. This this is one of those times where you would definitely expect to see extra signs of patriotism and you know togetherness and stuff like that. But at this point, and and I want to go out since we have the platform to say it, Rudy Gobert, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Seriously. Uh, yeah. Donovan yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell just came. You know, reports are now that Donovan Mitchell has the coronavirus, and Rudy Gobert was seen. What was it? Three, four days ago. Um, it wasn't know, even t- was touch, Yeah, it was like two, yeah, it was like two, two days ago. Yeah. Touching all of the microphones and reporters' stuff, and, and and like, dude, you joked about it, and now it came back to haunt you, and now. It has, I mean, honestly, I don't think we would be sitting here having this conversation, this is my hot take of the episode, if that doesn't happen. Because if the NBA doesn't shut down, if they just go to these spectatorless games, which I think would have still worked, and it would have had that, that almost, you know, it would have sucked as a fan, but as a family member, and as someone that was part of that, you know, 125 or 1,000 or whatever people that were allowed in the arena... It would almost have that nostalgic like high school feel to the to the athletes, at least, where it's like, hey, dude, I don't got to worry about this heckler, that heckler, none of this. I got mom, dad, grandma in the stands. Like, let's ride. Now, it's a little bit of a different atmosphere because there's no fans there. But call a spade a spade. We haven't had great attendance all year. It's a lot less than what we've had, you know, what they would have been playing in front of. But still, I, I feel like that would have been cool, at least for the seniors going out to have their, you know, their family be the only ones allowed to go. So. Right. I agree. I guess from a nostalgia the- standpoint, I guess, but from like a college, college sports, like my last game, like, yeah, I would want that shit to be packed, but I would want to well, play. I mean, any sports fan knows. And they, they talked about this right away when the NBA came out with everything yesterday, the, the, the fans control the energy in a basketball game. And to be honest, I would be, I was really excited to see what that would look like. You know, just seeing what a game without fans would look like. But, like I said, I ultimately think it's the best decision. I agree with you 100%. If if the Rudy Gobert situation didn't happen, I, I think that things would be a little bit different. But with one isolated incident obviously turning into another this morning with Donovan Mitchell, there's no choice. And at that point, you got to do it with the other leagues, too. So I'm not surprised by any of this. I'm not surprised by the decision. I'm surprised that all of this is happening, but I'm definitely not surprised. I'm, yeah, decision. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised, and I'm not disappointed because I'll always be one of the advocates for the player, for the player's safety, for their rights, and especially in the NCAA. Oh, you get a scholarship. We can do whatever we want with you. Fuck, no, you can't. Absolutely not. These guys should be getting paid good money, especially guys in these bigger conferences like the ACC, Big Ten. You know what I'm saying? So – We've talked about it, you know, when we do our, you know, our football, you know, centric episodes where it's like, you know, these guys schedules, they're not, they're not capable of working a job. They don't have enough. There's not enough time in the day. They don't have enough time in their schedule. So money is clearly an issue for student athletes. One thing too is, is they're traveling, not necessarily all over the country because we play a more regional schedule, but basketball, you're traveling more than football. And you know that you got what is it, 30, 30, around 30 games, I think it is. I think it's 30 exact that you're playing in. So 15 of those games, you know you're going to travel for. Right, right. Uh, I'm just reading updates here. Um, still no update from the MAC yet from what I'm seeing on Twitter, but 
Uh, yeah, because the original the original update was, hey, we're just going to postpone like the because I, I saw it. Um, I was actually scrolling the the timeline from the Huskies on Tap account. If you aren't following us, please give us that follow. We definitely keep the fire content coming. But I saw that the game was postponed uh, for Akron because Akron was going to play. Uh, was it Ohio? The the battle of the Ohio Correct, yep. teams. Yeah. The battle for Ohio was set to take place at 11, and I honestly was going to watch the first half, then head back, get ready for our game. I was even going to, you know, no one's at the apartment. I was about to just throw the jersey on, call it a day, big team spirit guy. But, yeah, that shit got postponed, and then 20 minutes later, you sent it to me where the game was canceled altogether. And and like we said, man, player safety, it's tough. Um, One note, though, too, I did see, I, I, I did not, I don't have the tweet in front of me right this second, but the Utah Jazz played at that arena that the the NIU men's basketball team is at currently, and that's not good. So I don't know if you saw that tweet. I don't know if that's 100% verified information, but I do remember the Jazz did play the Cavaliers in the last week. And whether or not, you know, I don't think they've come out with the ability to have the timetable of when you were at have they have they come out with that with the timetable of when you were infected or is it just like you're um, infected or not as far as like the quarantine goes as soon as someone's infected from what i'm told it's like a two-week process but no i'm um, talking about like they're able to pinpoint the exact time you were infected uh i'm not sure i know that they they've traced some people back uh, i'm from what I've heard, they've traced people back to like where they've gone in the past as soon as they find out that they've been uh, infected with it. So um, I have seen I saw some tweets last night that like the Utah Jazz plane was also being used at the same time with Rudy Gobert's issue with like four other teams. So, of course, you got to throw that in the mix. Um, and like you said, the arenas, things like that. Um, you got to really trace it back to, I mean who anyone that's pretty much played in contact against Rudy Gobert at this point. So uh, they actually had, they actually had that visual on ESPN last night and like they got real into it with the amount of times that person was guarded. And then there was like a ref that was involved because Gobert was involved in a scuffle. It was, yeah, it's an unfortunate series of events. Sitting in front of the TV last night watching everything unfold from, you know, the rumors to the eventual uh, suspension of the season to what happened last night with the Pelicans game to waking up this morning. And then obviously NHL, MLS, you know, the MLB is probably to come to uh, very soon. So um, it's not not a great time to be a sports fan. But like you said, I mean, we've seen it in times like this where. Uh, you know, at this time, it's just important to come together and, and be one country. Yeah, unity, strength, all that right now at this point. And and we haven't even touched on it, but we have an extended spring break. And, and from the looks of it, it's looking like we're not going to be in actual class until, what is it, the week of April 2nd? First week of April, yep. Bro, my laptop's not cut enough. I'm not going to make it. Like, I don't know what I'm actually going to do. Like, my laptop is ancient. Um, on, a, on a much yeah. brighter note, I will say the, uh, the the memes on Twitter about online classes are great. Oh, yeah. The, the, like, the, like the person the in the, mate, like, 
you're in the club doing your online class. It's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy time, especially just on the sports aspect. But from us as students too, I mean, this affects this affects the DeKalb community. This affects the NIU community, um, professors, other students. It affects everybody in this country, and, and it's 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 weird. It's so unknown. You don't know what to do. You know, I've been talking to my grandfather while I've been down here. It's it, you don't know what to do. You don't you don't know. Yeah, I got nothing, life. dude. I got nothing at this point. It's crazy. I've never seen anything like this, and and especially in the sports world as well. Yeah, and and, and the thing is too is this. You know, we've seen what was it? Some base, some some schools canceling all of spring sports altogether. This is like we've stated an unprecedented time in sports, an unprecedented time just in the world. This is. You know, dare I say, this is almost like an apocalyptic type situation, not necessarily saying it's that level yet. But the one thing in times of tragedy or in times of, you know, hysteria or whatever the hell they're calling it in the media right now is the factor of the unknown. We have absolutely we have no idea where this virus is. I could have it. You could have it. Anyone at our school could have it. We have zero clue at this point. There's limited amount of test kits, whatever. This is a situation where you basically have to look at, you know, I I looked at it like this. You have to look out for yourself, your family and your friends. And yeah, your your job's probably still going to call you in. For us, school got canceled. And I think, you know, for you, that's tough because you work at school. So now not only are you losing out on in class time, which some people learn better in class, I myself being one of those people, you're also losing out on money. So it's a I, tough situation. I am fortunate enough. I am fortunate enough that the rec is staying open. I will be there this week if any of uh, the Huskies Ooh. are still on okay. campus. Feel free to come. Well, I you know, will work, definitely work be the, the only guy. The rec will we'll be, be uh, we'll be live on Periscope at the uh, at the uh, NIU Rec Center. We'll do our Huskies on Tap journalist podcast. Caster combine. I think that's something we could absolutely. There's also this is also one of those times where you're going to have to see how creative Ethan and I can really be because we ain't got no sports to cover. We got nothing to talk about. Nothing's going on right now. We got to really dig deep as you know, content creators, whatever the hell you want to call us, podcasters, writers, whatever, to give you guys content. And I think that would be hilarious. Some of the other things that you had mentioned were uh, Madden tournaments, maybe with some of the followers or other on tap personalities. And even an MLB tournament. So I think, you know, to look at the silver lining of this situation, this is a situation that we can look at and say, hey, we can create other types of content that's still sports related, but not necessarily the coverage of them. Yeah, I mean, I think the video game aspect is going to is going to take a huge, uh, a huge gain. I mean, obviously, with schools being out, things like that. Uh, you're gonna see a lot more. Uh, you're gonna see a lot more Madden being played. You're gonna see a lot more of the the new show gets released next week. So, um, you know, yeah, we're trying to to work out a lot. Um, you know, maybe if we get lucky, you know, maybe we get some of the uh, the football players, basketball players to come on and play us in a game of Madden or 2K or something like that. But uh, yeah, like you said, right now, you know, the two of us, uh, I get back to Illinois on Saturday, and and we're gonna hit the ground running, providing content through. Whatever hiatus sports will be taking, uh, we will certainly try. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's such a crazy time, and, and everyone has to, to adjust to it. But 
Uh, and that's in, including the, the journalists that cover sports. So you can only imagine what ESPN is going to look like for however long this lasts. Yeah, and everyone hates a slow day in sports journalism. You start seeing all the random memes, stories. Oh, we're going to start seeing <laughs> slow months in sports, and that's that's a tough look. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing, too. There There is no end in sight. We have zero answers. Um, I'm sitting here. I don't even care about Creighton or St. John's. I just don't know when I'm going to get to watch another live sporting event. So you can count on me sitting on the couch watching whatever they're giving me today but like I said it's, a, it's an odd situation seeing them out there in a relatively empty stadium you know in the Madison Square Garden while other big conferences like the ACC the Big Ten the Big 12 are all you know canceling their tournaments and, and even the smaller guys like the MAC the A10 it, it's it should be a uniform decision across the board from the NCAA saying hey it's not safe to be, you know, traveling. It's not safe to be around big groups of people. And it's not safe to be around people from other areas because, you know, I don't know. I think St. John's is in New York. Got zero clue where Creighton's at. But, it, you know, these people are, say, one of the guys on the team, for example, like the Rudy Gobert situation. The, one of the guys on the Jazz has that, you know, has the disease. He's traveling to several NBA arenas. He's playing in front of thousands of people. He's playing in close contact with, you know, you know, if you count both teams up to 20 people, coaches, close staff, trainers. There's so many people that are so closely. Um, well, the training staff are the ones who are very or who very, should sus- be, very susceptible. Who should yes. Be, who should be the ones that are first to be tested i get the players i get that but when you got trainers who are you know taking care of these players you know minute by minute hour by hour you got to get these people tested first you want you want this to to slow down uh and that's the last thing you want at this point you see you know i mean tom hanks got affected by it you know tom hanks has it so yeah like you said anybody they got yeah they got woody bro that shit is nuts I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak on on what's true and what's not, but um, with this virus, it's just tough. You don't know it's new. Um, wash your hands, don't touch your face. You know everything that they're talking about, but you know most importantly, you know, we just got to remember to stay safe because you know we we got to stop it. Yeah, at the end of the day, we're the ones that are in control of it. But you know, looking at you know just sports in general. It, it, it is that avenue for me, and I know for you that we've had for years that, you know, hey, something's going wrong in life. Let's let's throw on the game for three hours. I can escape. And hell, it was even better when I could play. That's why I played for so long, because, you know, being able to play the sport that you love and especially like, you know, some of the guys that we've had on this podcast at the highest level, being able to do that is something that I would have so much fun with. So I can only imagine what some of these athletes from smaller schools and, and, and even our own school at NIU. Now, I think Eugene German has a chance to play basketball professionally. We'll see, um, you know, if Lacey James decides to go after that route and our guy Noah McCarty. But at this point, you have to look at the numbers. And historically, guys from the MAC have not, you know, they don't have that huge MAC presence in the NBA. Now, that's not to say that they can't play in Europe, in the G League, or even in the NBA at all. But you, you got to look at it like this. This could be your last game. 
you know, or, well, or so the, the last too. game that they played, what, what would it have been was uh, the Ball State game. And and if that was my last game, that would leave such a bad taste in my mouth because I know they were going to come out here and leave it all out on the floor in Cleveland. Well, you touch on that and you talk about your Mac schools or smaller schools, less exposure, things like that. I mean, these games are so important to guys exactly. like our seniors. And, and to, to branch out of the basketball aspect, and not even just to touch on the football aspect, but you've got baseball players that are, you know, their futures are on the line. Every game counts for them. Every pitch, every at-bat counts for them. Um, you know, you've got our, our cheerleaders who we support heavily here. You know, they they go to they go to nationals, I think. Yeah, their uh, nationals the the is, is, I think, yeah, I think it's in about a month. And, and that, I know... Shout out to Aubrey and, and the NIU cheerleading team. I know they have worked around the clock to make sure that they have a great routine. And like she said, when she was on the podcast, they want first. They finished second and third in the last two years. And that is a great feat in and of its own by a self-funded team. So shout out to right. them. But but if they lose that, you know, that's their Super Bowl for, for us to put it into football terms or, or like a higher sport term, that's their Super Bowl. That's what they compete year round for. So for them to lose that, I, I know she would not be happy about that. Yeah. My sister does the same thing. Her, her final season was cut short. Uh, that was a little emotional for the family yesterday, but you just feel for everybody. I, I posted a status on Facebook. You feel bad for, you know, the performers in this world, whether it's cheerleading, dance, any kind of the the arts, you know, any student athlete that's out there playing, that they're not able to play anymore in front of their fans or their family. Um, and anyone that's just affected by this, you feel so bad for them. Um, you hope that you're not one of them, but anyone can be. Um, I just feel bad for, like I said, our seniors, for the athletes who have worked around the clock, who are, who've been up at four o'clock doing workouts at the Chessick, Things like that for those guys and, and, and girls who seasons get cut short. It's tough. It's tough. But, you know, right now we just got to pick them up. We got to pick everyone else up. Um, you know, and, and it's not even just the sports world like I've touched. You know, you've got students on campus who who are who are in the, the, the student center till 2 a.m. They're in the library till 3 a.m. And now they have to they they unfortunately have to deal with with, you know, what's going on in the country and. And now they have to go to online classes. My girlfriend's a nursing student. She everything revolves around her being in class. In I nursing. was gonna say that's that's a that's a course catalog that is not an online course cat. It's tough, dude. It's very tough. So, I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what we're gonna do for journalism law. That dude's gonna smoke us when we get back to campus, bro. Because we only meet once a week for three I hours. I don't know. There's there's a lot of students that are gonna obviously gonna get affected. Um, Bro, I'm 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 graduating this semester. I got no room for for uh, postponements. I I have another year at NIU. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to coming back next year. But I'm I'm old as shit. So I should have graduated (laughs) a long time ago. So don't hold that against my man. E. It's the process. (laughs) Hey, trust the process, bro. When I started college, Joel Embiid was probably still in high school. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hey, Florida State but, just got handed the ACC trophy. Oh, boy. Continue. I'm but, sorry, bro. I'm being a dick. No, you're good. You're good. You're all right. It's, it's. I don't know. This is this is definitely one of the weirder podcasts I've had to do. Um, one of the. Oh, it's not weird. It's, it's just uncharted territory. And honestly, I, this almost makes me feel like, I, I mean, I, I do uh, live radio with Sean and Maya in the morning. And, and, and I like that we're able to talk in live time about what's really going on. With the podcast, it's a little bit different because, you know, we got to chop and screw it. That takes me 
couple hours, sometimes up to a day. You got to get the graphics in line, all the social stuff. And, and when you're just talking, like when we're just being conversational, I feel like sometimes we're at our best. And, and we've talked about it too, where we would like to have a show where we can just talk general sports news. And I think this would be the best episode for it. Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else to talk about right now. The sports world is, especially for us, I mean, obviously the the world itself is number one and, and the health issues are number one. But, you know, for us being the sports guys that we are, uh, you know, we're, we're here to, to talk about sports. And, and unfortunately, you know, that obviously looks like it's coming to an end for for an undisclosed amount of time. But like you said, we're going to be working to, to get content out to uh, the Husky faithful uh, and the, the many more that follow us. But definitely stay tuned with us. You know, we'll see what we can do. You know, we've got a lot of opportunities that we uh, that we can get here. Yeah, and I think we definitely should recap on one of those opportunities from from last week. Let's change up a little bit and talk. Yeah, about I was actually going to cut you off because it would be an absolute disservice for us to not talk about the NIU Pro Day, which was a great experience for the athletes involved. Um, the whole team was out there. Coach Hammock was there. Twelve. Uh, 12 different NFL teams represented the scouts out there for the NIU Pro Day. Some of the ones of note are Chicago Bears. The Green Bay Packers had a heavy presence. Uh, you said you saw the Chargers, the Lions, the Cardinals. I saw the Texans were out there. It was it was a great day, and, and, and that's what I captioned it on Instagram. It was a great day to be a Husky, and I feel they performed well. Um, the, one, the one issue that I have, and I actually talked about it with Trey Sean, uh, Foster, because I saw Trey actually after the pro day. Um, I don't know how accurate those hand times were. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about first, because, I mean, we were there. I I, I did I wasn't timing them because I was trying to get pictures up for the site. And you were tweet. Shout out to you, too. You tweeted your ass off that day. You had great interactions, a lot of a lot of action going on on that Twitter from the guys performances, whether it was the 40s. Um, the interaction with uh, the North Central College and, you know, with them having Brock Rudder out there. So you definitely killed it that day on Twitter. But I just I feel like I saw some numbers and I'm not going to get into all the numbers, but I saw some numbers that I just don't think were accurate as far as like I feel like there was a slow hand operating the clock. Yeah, it's hard to tell you. Obviously, we're not behind the clock. Um, guys look a lot faster guys are a lot faster than you know what they appear but um you know obviously the accuracy counts um i but i agree with you 100 percent. these guys went out they balled out they had their opportunity um and they really they really took the most of it i think our guys really um they really shine like you said coach hammock was was very positive on the sideline talking about um you know the guys that were out there working out um talking about how how well you know how groomed they were in the classroom on the field um and i think that just speaks to what coach hammock brings to this football team i think that there's going to be a definite turnaround next season given we play hopefully we do but that's another thing you know that this this affects the recruiting trail things like that it affects everything but going back to what we were talking about our guys really balled out they shine hopefully they get uh, an opportunity to to go on and, and play in the league and and further further their goals uh, in the football world. But I agree hundred percent with you. It was an overall great day. Um, a lot of great laughs, a lot of conversations with players. Um, very cool to see Brock Rudder. He's gotten a lot of high praises. 
um, you know, obviously won a natty at North Central, so that's kind of cool to see. But, yeah, I think everyone at the Pro Day really just shined. Uh, I don't think there was really one bad performance. Um, guys just got their opportunity and went out and showed it. Yeah, and, and speaking of those opportunities, you know, we were able to catch up with three of our guests, uh, Mr. Spencer Tears, McKelty Williams, and Treshawn Foster, um, all three of which will actually be headed to the Green Bay Packer uh, pre-draft workout, which is great news to hear for them. Um, McKelty, given that it given that it still uh, happens. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's another thing, too. Yeah, so if that is still happening, that's another thing, so... Wow, yeah, I just, the gravity of this whole situation is just so nuts to me. But uh, McKelty Williams also did get an invite to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, That's great to see, you know, with him being, you know, the Warren Central grad from the Indianapolis area. I'm sure that's that's got to hold some weight to him and his family. But like you said, you know, Coach Hammock was in great spirits. Um, You know, he was chopping it up with the team. The team was you know, they were cheering their guys on. I saw quite a few phones out trying to hand time the 40 from the sideline. But it was great to see that, you know, this team is a team. It's not, you know, we don't, we're an actual team. We are a unit. We are together. I would be scared to play this team next year on the max schedule or even in the non-conference. I think, you know, Iowa and Maryland, we're going to give them a run for their money. I think we have a very good opportunity to win one, if not both of those games. Who's going to be at the helm at quarterback? That remains to be seen. And Ethan, I know that's something that you wanted to talk about. And and I know, I don't know what it is, you know, that made, you know, whether or not Childers transferred or what's going on. But right now, I don't know exactly who's the number one at this point. But Ross Bowers and Andrew Haydett are the ones that pop off the page to you. And no Marcus Childers. So... That's a it's an odd situation. I don't know what exactly went on with that, and we won't speculate. But with what we have moving forward, the receiver room is quality. The defense going to be a, a unit not to mess with next year. I think they can make a run at this thing. I do, too. You get a coach like Hammock who wants to win. Obviously, it's his alma mater, so he wants to win at this school. And, and obviously, I think it's it, the first-year struggles are tough. Uh, obviously a new coach, new system. Uh, a lot of guys that were around with the old coaching system trying to adjust to the new coaching system. Um, obviously, this, the coronavirus throws in a wrench to the to the spring ball. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what college football will like, depending on how long this holds out and things like that. Well, I've, seen, I've seen some schools canceling their spring games. Right. Right. Everyone's going to be affected by it one way or another. Um, I, I, I don't even know. I, I really, I really don't know right now. Um, as far as the, the Marcus Childers uh, situation goes, like you said, we're not going to speculate. Uh, I'm sure the answers will come out eventually for that. But right now, um, I, I don't know. I really, I really don't know. We're in such a weird spot with the sports world. Um, but I do think that this team has a really bright future. We've talked about it since the end of last season. Um, you know, guys coming in, guys that, that left the team, guys that came into the team. You know, it's a, there's a lot of new faces, but, um, you know, and Coach Hammock talked about it too, the senior presence. Uh, and a lot of the guys that we've talked to in the past said it too, that the group of seniors there knows that they need to win. They want to win. They're, they're a hungry group. Uh, I think this team definitely has a really good shot to 
make a really good run back for Detroit next season. Yeah, and, and that senior leadership is a big part of that. I, I just I, I really don't know what the you know what the horizon brings. Thank God Hammock and that staff worked their ass off to make sure they got a bunch of recruits in there now. Um, and they're pretty busy making sure that those junior days are pretty packed. But I, I feel like it's an opportunity to catch the league by storm because, you know, you know, we won the Mac in 2018 last year. Like you said, when you get a new coach in college, it's, it's a tough situation because you have a group of juniors and seniors, upperclassmen for the most part that are socially conditioned by the previous coaching staff. And just about every, you know, not just about, but every person on that team was brought to that team by someone other than you. Does that coach have the same scheme as you? Does he require the same type of players with certain skill sets like you? These are things that people, uh, regular sports fans don't think of. So for them to, you know, they were one game away from going to a bowl game. I think they did relatively well this season, given the circumstances. And again, we don't schedule no rinky-dink uh, you know, weak non-conference opponents. We're playing opponents from power five schools the vast majority of the time. And like you saw in the Vanderbilt game last year, they were able to hold their own down, down to the very last drive. So, I mean, I, I don't even know where to go at this point, you know, with basketball being gone, baseball could potentially be next spring game uh, is set for April 11th. Uh, but at this point, you know, even if we are credentialed to go at this point, I don't know how that'll all play for us because we're not necessarily employees of the school and we're kind of the new guys on the block. So I don't know how that affects our access. It's a it's a tough situation. Right. And I do want to go back. Eugene German tweeted 13 minutes ago uh, a picture of the headline Mac cancels the remainder of 2020 Mac men's and women's basketball tournament. His tweet uh, very animated. This blank, not blanking fair to the seniors. They bust, they blank all summer for this moment. It has to be another solution to this problem. Just ending the whole season for the seniors like that. It's not right. Just unbelievable. Unfair. Players have no voice at all. Wow. So clearly, Eugene German, senior, obviously, I think a lot of the seniors in the, the basketball world are, are deeply saddened by this. Um, it, it's tough. Uh, you just hope that these guys can can overcome this and, and really continue to work hard in their craft and uh, get to where they want to be in the future. Yeah. And I mean, that just goes to show you, I mean, I literally tweeted it from the account that the players don't have a voice in this situation. So it's tough. I mean, we talk about it all the time, how college athletes are, are really getting the short end of the stick in this situation too. Like I said, it's a smaller school. There is no guaranteed next game for, any of the players in this, you know, in this conference tournament. Now, granted, we wish them the best. Hopefully we'll see some pop up in the G League or in the NBA next year. But like I said, it's a lot less, a lot less draft picks. There's two rounds, not that, you know, five, five people can only play at once. So it's a, if you, if you're good with math and you know, the numbers behind it, you know, that's, that's not going to work out for a lot of people's favor with the amount of college teams there are and the amount of people that actually get selected. Right. Right. It's a it's a crazy time. Like you said, the horizon is so unknown um, for sports fans like us. It's definitely a tough time, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I've said all I can about it. Um, it's a tough it's it's tough. It's tough for everybody, um, especially for our Huskies. 
was looking really forward to seeing what kind of run they would make. Um, you know, it, especially with Eugene's tweet as well. You know, it, it sucks. You know, the guy who worked hard all four years and, and now he can't even play in his last tournament uh, for a chance to make it to the, uh, the NCAA tournament in his senior season. So it's tough. Um, it's sad. Um, but at the same time, like we've talked about, take care of one another, um, you know, wash your hands, take care of family, take care of friends, loved ones, uh, the elderly as well. Obviously they're the most, uh, the most available to getting this disease. So, um, that's all I got. It's tough. It really is. I feel bad for everybody that's involved. Uh, I feel bad for our athletes, for our students who are affected by this. I hope that uh, we all as a community, as a country can get over this um, and, and, and get better from it. Yeah. And I, I think we've said everything that we possibly could. And this just in, as we are wrapping up this episode, the Big East cancels conference tournament. I don't even know if they're going to play the second half of this game. Uh, I, I highly doubt it. I see reporters with full suits and backpacks on looking like they're ready to go get their Diet Pepsis and get the hell on out of there. So oh, as, as one of them cracks open a Diet Pepsi and takes a nice way, terrible podcasting right now, but you got to love it. Um, I do want to make a couple special shout outs. Um, definitely thank you to Donna Turner and Coach Hammock for allowing us the access to the pro day. That's a day that I know neither of us will never forget. And the first of many pro days on the horizon for us. So I think that was a good opportunity to really get some face time with the team and the staff just kind of like, you know, we're the new guys on the block. We may not be your traditional form of media, but definitely check us out. It's kind of how I felt it was for us. Absolutely. You know, we're, we've got guys coming up to us on the football team. You know, they, they recognized us at the pro day. Um, you know, they check us out. We're, we're, we're doing really well with the football guys. Uh, we haven't said anything bad about them yet. So that's uh they still come around to us, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I, and, and like I said, I'm a pro. We're a pro player podcast. We won't get to that point. Um, but yeah, I mean, we none of this all would be possible without the players, without the athletic department. Um, so definitely shout out to every last one of them. Doesn't matter what sport you play. This podcast, these words, none of this would be possible without you. And uh, to our followers and our listeners, definitely. Um, Great interaction over these last, you know, mo- this last month or two. It's been a great run so far. Uh, like we stated, we're going to look into different avenues to getting content out to you guys, whether those are video game tournaments, stuff of that nature. But at this point, I got nothing else for this episode. Um, we're going to look to get a couple more guests here before the NFL draft. And then, you know, with the NBA season being, you know, or with the, uh, well, yeah, I, sh- I mean, the NBA season's done. The NCAA season is for all intents and purposes, done. Uh, we gotta, we gotta try and go, go get a couple of basketball guests and really pick their brains on how this. And, and and I really hope it would be a senior, someone that lost their last possible game from this, because we have that platform to give the players the voice. So, if you've made it to this point in the episode, you're a player that was affected by this MAC tournament. You want to get on the episode and talk you know, NIU men's basketball, coronavirus, this entire situation, feel free to reach out to us. But I got nothing else for you, Husky fans. You got anything, E? Uh, stay safe, really. Um, yes. Stay healthy. We, we, we here on Tap Sports Network, you know, all, we, we appreciate all of our followers. We hope all of you stay safe during this time. Uh, wash your hands, like I said. Take care of, the, take care of family. Take care of friends. Um, 
and just try to try to deal with what uh, the world has thrown at us. Yeah, absolutely. I got nothing else. This was, uh, you know, an emergency episode of Huskies on Tap presented to you by the On Tap Sportsnet. Um, be on the lookout for all sorts of content at this point uh, because we do not have a light at the end of the tunnel for this coronavirus situation. So with that being said, great effort out there this season. NIU men's basketball. It's an unfortunate situation. Uh, best of luck to all of you with, you know, whatever your next step is, whether, you know, that's pursuing a, a career in professional basketball or using your degree to the best of its ability. But with that being said, I got nothing else. Go Huskies and we'll catch you next time.